0: Hey, folks, this is Michael, and I am super excited because finally I get to say something the likes of which I've wanted to say for a long time. Previously on Tatter.
1: My family was not wealthy. You know, I grew up on government cheese and peanut butter, and that shit was delicious. I was in the kitchen. On the counter, on my knees, eating sugar directly out of the sugar jar. I had a little Mickey Mouse phone, and I answered it in my bedroom. And it was the agency, and they were were sending the job offer. And I asked why. And they said, it's because you were a victim of abuse. And that studies show that people that have experienced abuse are more likely to abuse children. So... I lost my scholarship to college. That summer, like, terrible depression. Drugs, drinking, everything. It was, it was a really dark, dark place in my life. Then I met my husband, and my whole life turned around, and I'm everything now that I ever wanted to be. Lawson Rocks is a, it's an interesting beat. It's something I'm so proud of all the time. Something that gives me great joy and also great pain and sorrow at the same time.
0: Those were excerpts from Sugar, Part One, the first of two episodes of Tatter, focused on Heidi Sawyer. Heidi is a Lewiston, Maine resident and the leader of Lewiston Rocks, a local Facebook group and website focused on local affairs and politics in particular. Heidi has such an interesting story and is such an interesting person that I decided to dedicate a second episode to her, and this is it. This is Sugar Part Two. Be aware that this does include so-called adult language, so you've been warned. With that, Sugar Part Two.
1: Earlier this week, there was a, actually June 27th, a new profile created, um, and it had and it's an immigrant's name, right? And it said Somali, um, from Somalia. And when a new member comes to ROCKS, before they can comment, so you can lurk, but because you're not a member, you're not allowed to comment. You, but you know what's cool? Facebook just changed a rule where I can now mute you so I could put people in virtual timeouts. Just saying, if I had to, it's there. (laughs) So it's awful. Um, And some people hate my parenting nagging, whatever. But profile was created on June 27th, and the profile name was Abshir Mohammed. I had a picture of man, very dapper. Background cover said Somalia. Um, First post said, in line at DHS, long wait. Profile was created on June 26th. The other red flags that popped out with this profile were that um, about me missing my homeland and then um, relationship status in an open relationship. To me, those are all like bing, 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 red flags, right? I feel like it's that stereotypical, you know, every immigrant that I know doesn't like they don't boast about being in open relationships, right? Like, and and it's okay that they're proud to be from Somalia. And but just to you just created the profile on twenty June twenty sixth, and like the first thing you did, you didn't friend anybody. But you came to Lewiston Rocks. That's suspicious, right? Let's be honest. So and then he came on. So, but my bias said. Oh, I'm really excited. It's a new Mainer that wants to come and engage on the page, right? Because I want to hear their voices. So I'm probably going to be a little bit more forgiving and not let those red flags go off because I don't want to be perceived as racist because I didn't let them on the page, even though everything in my brain is telling me something's off. Let them on the page. First things, welcome, and it was very broken English. Wrong grammar, capitalizations. Um, so glad to be home at Lewiston, you know. Everybody said welcome. And then I noticed that the person only responded to me. Again, long story. Um, even though everybody else was saying, you know, welcome. The person was only responding to me. Um And saying that they wanted to know where there were Somali-friendly businesses. And I said, great. Let me connect you and tagged a few of my immigrant friends. Like, these are great people to meet. Um, Let's sit down and have coffee. Then made a comment. um, And I know all of this from June 27th because I had to research it this week. Um, Made a comment of, I only meet with women who respect men. Like, just weird stuff. So I messaged my friends that I had tagged, and I said, you know, I said, I don't know. I'm not 100% sure, but I feel like this is a fake profile, and I'm going to kind of keep my eye on it. But do you know this person, you know? And, you know, all of them came back and said, you know, no, we don't know it. Um, And they said, 75% fake profile, 25% real, we don't know. Okay. Well, I'm going to keep an eye on it. person never commented again. Just this week, Wednesday, Abshir came back just out of the blue. One of our school committee members is, she's worked for many immigrant organizations. Um, she's a clinical support worker, something like that. Um, She is running again. Well, this time, you know how you get like an allotment for signs. You have so much money that you can spend. Well, she really is very supportive of our immigrant community, and she's very welcoming, and she's very open. So this year she decided, okay, I already have signs that say my name, and it's all in English. This time I'm going to get some signs, and I'm going to have it be in Somali, right? The same message, just in Somali. And I think that's wonderful. Well Abshir sure came on and said this person should not, if they really supported immigrants, they would step aside and just let us have the seat. So the the reasonable and logical person in me, like I'm like, okay, well that's that's weird. Interesting. And but really I'm thinking, well, what message would that send? Right. Like that's awful. And every immigrant that I know doesn't need Whitey to get out of the way just so they can take their seat. Like they are intelligent. They are capable. They are smart. Like They they have what it takes naturally to compete against somebody and earn that seat just like anybody else. And by telling somebody that they have to step aside to be in that seat is just the wrong message. And so I commented on that, and that's what I said. Um, And then I looked at their page again. I was like, okay, why does this name ring a bell? It's been a while. So I looked, and I was like, oh, yeah. And then I looked at the, again, still no friends, and then they had this really mysterious, weird, eclectic mix of groups that they've liked, and they're all political. So I'm like, they're definitely a fake profile, and they're using stereotypes to further some sort of agenda. And I don't know what agenda, agenda that is, but it's insulting and it pisses me off, right? So what made me more, even more angry is I got a private message. Somebody had somehow, people are smart, they can dig some stuff up. They took the picture that they were using at a profile picture. Turns out it was a man who was murdered in Australia, as and use that as their profile picture. So, like this person is just malicious and awful, and and it and to me, the the middle person in me says, okay, well, one side could really argue that it is a racist, xenophobic asshole that is trying to make our immigrant look community look bad. Very probable narrative, right? Then. There's another group that is, says, well, it's a social justice warrior or it could be a social justice warrior because the person actually made some good points and was, you know, appropriate. Um, but it's a social justice warrior pretending to be something that they're not to point out racism. Right. So I ended up having to remove that. I, I, I deleted them from the site um, and made a very public announcement at how insulting that was and how wrong and how I'm not going to stand for any of that. I called it political catfish. People are hateful and I will be the first to admit there are things that I don't understand culturally or I, I, maybe I disagree with culturally, but then I also think of I don't know multiple marriages all right if we're like this is one thing that I struggle with right um like
0: someone being married to multiple people at the same time yes
1: right um or multiple families and and we know that that in you know some of these other cultures is it's thing it's their way of life right it, i mean it is in utah they do it polygamy in utah but then i think and so i get mad right i'm like well it's unfair for you to be married to one family and then you also have a wife with kids over here and she gets state benefits so this is my conservative values like that's that's frustrating to me and it, it's a clear misuse of a broken system i don't think you're a horrible human I can still like you, for, all but I disagree with this thing. Like, I don't like that. But then you sit back and you think, and you're like, okay, well, what's the difference between baby mamas, right? Like, people that go out and cheat on their wives all the time, and that's nothing to do with the color of anybody's skin or their culture, right? We're, we're humans. They have sex. They do things like that. So just because in that culture... They, like, I almost find it a little bit more honorable. The, the longer that I've paid attention and tried to learn, I almost find it, a li- because even though they have separate families or they interact as one, and please point out any of my ignorance, I'm, I'm okay with that as long as it's genuine. Um, at least they're staking claim to them, right? And, and, and they love them and they're part of that family. But what's the difference between, you know, Name a presidential or high ranking right leaning politician that has had affairs on their spouses. Right? Like, what's the difference there? We might not like it because culturally to us it's unacceptable. It's like, no, you don't do that. It's, and to them it's more acceptable. So what's, what's the difference? So like, but how do we have those conversations without, like, how do I ask that question on rocks? without the left coming at me saying that I'm racist, right? And I'm not meaning to be. I know that it's my ignorance, so I'm putting myself in a vulnerable position to genuinely want to know and wrap my head around how this works and how we just make sure that the system is being used the way that it was designed. I wake up this morning, and the first thing I see is, you know, a post from somebody that I thought was a friend. I really, I really thought was a friend, um, on their own page, encouraging everybody to leave Lewiston Rocks as fast as they could, and that it was a liberal, progressive agenda, and um, the moderators are snakes, and one thinks that they're God's gift to the community. And
0: uh, you, you presumably?
1: Yeah, that's that's pretty much my guess. Yeah. Um, I know I'm a good person, and I, I'm i not ashamed to say that I'm a good person. Um, I don't think I'm God's gift to the community, but I do think that I, I do good things, and I do think that I'm allowed to have some pride about that. But I just... It sucked. It sucked a lot. And, you know, seeing other people clam onto it, I get it. Like, I understand. It does hurt my feelings. Um, And I know it's a select group. But I wouldn't character assassinate anybody online. And it always... Blows my mind that other people are okay with doing that. And I don't care who they are. Like, it's, we're all complex people. We all feel and we all, we all give a damn, right? You don't get involved or engage in conversation if you don't give a damn. So, why would you go out of your way to? hurt someone like why would why do people do that like I don't for 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 politics you know like I don't know and people have accused me forever and I am a flip-flopper there is no question because everything is so complex and I listen to different perspectives and it's like oh well I see their point and oh I see their point um i don 't necessarily see that as a bad thing right because because i'm open minded and i 'm a little pliable um, but I just don't understand why why people have such a hard time with the idea that ooh, it can just be kind why can't like why do people have such a problem with that? And part of me says, well, it's because you're a disruptor. You're, you're disrupting status quo. And, and people have, apparently I have influence. And so if you have influence over how other people think, And I don't intend to have influence over how they think, but just encouraging them to think. Um, It's a disruption to some of the more extreme narratives from time to time, and so you get it from everybody. But I guess when it was just somebody that I really thought was a friend, and somebody, it just, it sucks. And to see it so public, like, and people saying, can you make this post public so we can share? And knowing that your name is being thrown all out over the community in such a negative way. Who the fuck does that? I wouldn't do that to you. And... I wouldn't allow anybody to do that to anybody, even if you were my worst enemy. There is one person in the community that I think is probably the most toxic person I have ever met. And yeah, privately in conversations with people I've trust, I've said this. I would never go out of my way to publicly humiliate somebody. Oh, fuck. I have a kid who sees this. Need a break? Yeah.
0: I am recording, so you are back on the record. Yay. So, um Let's talk about let's talk about something different. Thank uh, you. But <laughs> I mean, I want to talk about one of the things that I plan to talk about was uh, Lewiston and Lewiston's reputation. So you've seen the YouTube video by Bumma Gurney with the song? Oh the yeah, and, and the
1: bed bugs that one or the well, other he, one? He's
0: done multiple. He's the infested was the bed bugs. Yeah. But he has one called "The Dirty Little." Yeah,
1: you've okay. Seen, you've seen both of them. I'm sure I have. I, you know, Look, it, yeah.
0: Um, uh, I'm okay with Lewiston, right across the river. Michael here. I totally got those lyrics wrong. So, Bumma, I'm sorry about that. I'm okay with Lewiston as long as it stays over there. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. Like he, I actually. So you're my second interview. Bumma Gurney was my first interview. <laughs> and he talk- did he cry he did not <laughs> cry. Uh, he but he did talk about composing that song which he says it's a sarcastic song people it's intended to be ironic he doesn't want people to take it too seriously but he's looking across from the from new auburn to lewiston across the river as he composes the song um but in any case um if you, I know you haven't heard it in a while, but if, if, if Bumma were here, is there anything you would say to Bumba as the author of the Dirty, composer of the, the Dirty Lou song?
1: Um, it's funny, my husband actually knows him, went to school with him, and that dude, he's funny, Yeah. He right? Is. He's funny, he's cheerful, he's talented, he's creative, and I would just say, you know, like, I get it, you did it, so now do an opposing song. Right? Because, you know, me maybe it's like my millennial fairness.
0: So, a Dirty Auburn?
1: No, not a Dirty Auburn, but like a Beautiful Lou song. Like, or something positive about it, you know? Like, balance. Use your powers for good, not evil. That's right. So, the Dirty Lou is evil? The Dirty Lou is not helpful. It paints this picture of awfulness and of a stereotype of a community like it's funny and so here's the thing everybody hates me because they think you're too serious you have no sense of humor that's great I think it's funny
0: no, it, it's, however, it has more than 30,000 views on YouTube that's tons of people some of whom are not here who potentially if you frame it positively see Lewiston as this place that has a sense of humor and can make fun of itself
1: So, do you remember when the the fires happened? In
0: 2014, in a very low-income section of Lewiston, there was a series of arsons that quite tragically displaced multiple families. Uh, That's what Heidi's referring to.
1: That terrible tragedy. And who was it? Palazzo and... Somebody had a song that they did about Lewiston, and it was it was gritty, it was awesome, and it was inspiring. That's the video I watch, right? Palazzo and the Mess. I think that's who it was called. Um, How many views do they have? I don't know. Can I Google it? Do you oh, mind if I, I Google? I'm, I'm curious. Um,
0: I bet the Dirty Lou has more than them, although his his is probably older than theirs, so it's
1: not necessarily the Mess it Lewiston. The True. Well, and and I mean, the truth is is people click on negative headlines far before they click on positive ones and and which is funny even culturally because i hear all these people like you see one thing on rocks of course you don't see the the private messages that i get all the time too and and a lot of times it's people thanking you know for the space and they're really glad and they like to get and it's like then speak up right they say that they don't want the drama they don't want um, the negative headlines the sensational and any of that I think I found it Um, but yeah that's what they click on hold on no thanks ah turn it down let's see Palazzo and the Mass. they have bitch they have (laughs) (laughs) 77,000
0: okay
1: fair enough enough. Palazzo and the Mass. change that's what it's called (laughs) I am for, so glad I won that battle For that one song <laughs> For that one song Really? And 16,000 followers Wow oh. But also understand Like there was a moment in time yeah. That also inspired that music And somebody I learned a new vocab word the other day Called edification Which I think is now my favorite word And it's kind of how I live my life I think we're, we're getting to a point because things are so divided that there is a big moment movement for edification and inspiration and so after those fires happened that was a moment right people I don't know that that's being searched as much now I'm probably going to share it on rocks by the way today because I want them to keep beating um the dirty Lou one um but people at that moment needed that inspiration, and I think that probably helped them.
0: Uh, after about two years of uh, leading uh, Wollstone Rocks as a Facebook presence and now as a website, uh, tell me uh, how you have been changed, uh, if at all, as a consequence of that work.
1: Um, how have I been changed? I think I, I do have thicker skin. It's, it's certainly not leather, (laughs) but I do have thicker skin. I think I have a little bit more confidence to stand up for what I believe, um, especially in the realm of kindness. You know what I mean? Like I, people say that I never take a hard stand on anything, um, Because those complex issues, it's hard to. But I take a hard stand on kindness. I do. But then people have a problem with it. So that's funny. Um, Slowly getting to a point where I care just a little bit less what people think of me. That it doesn't matter what I do. That I'm going to have haters. Like that. um, It's had me have a much stronger appreciation for anybody who is in the public eye. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I like this is my 15 minutes of fame, right? Um, there are people that live in the public eye and are scrutinized for every move that they make, and it has it makes me have a new appreciation for them. As far as political involvement, involve, uh, um, I think I've... I always was pretty right-leaning. I still have right-leaning values, but (laughs) the truth is, and I keep moving more and more to the left. Um, And maybe not because of the views. Like, I still am pretty strong on some policy issues, but it's the heart. It's... The people that I, like, advocating for what is right and being kind and nice. Like, it's funny, when I've done workshops for, like, Why Play or whatever, um, we, I always try to invite all different people, right? I, I, I don't want to be con- seen as biased or one-sided. So, like, I'll invite Republicans and Democrats. And it's Democrats that always say yes, and they show up. And... makes me have a little bit more respect for them. And when I go out into community events, it's the people on the left that I'm seeing. And so I guess it's one of those, remember how you said we need to just do the things? I see them doing them. And so it's had me maybe get out of my like, preconceived notions about who they are and appreciate them more. I may not agree with them more politically, but I might be more likely to vote for them because I see genuineness in their heart and their caring. And maybe that makes me naive and crazy or whatever, but character matters to me. And when I want people to lead my community, I want them to have character and I want them Or I should say, I want them to have character and not be a character. So that's, I guess that's how Rocks has changed me. Hmm.
0: So that's it for Tatter. I want to thank Heidi Sawyer for chatting with me. And I want to thank you for listening. Uh, I'm hoping to have the next episode of Tatter ready to release uh, the morning of Sunday, November 19th. For more information on that episode, go to facebook.com tatter.rags for more information. For now, be well.